Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Character First Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite, favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Charlie. And we're once again joined by a special guest... Jeremiah! Woo-hoo! I'm back again! Yeah, so we're uh, we're continuing the streak of Hellboys, uh, though we did just get word that there's going to be a new one, so we might have to have Jeremiah back for a fourth Hellboy. The third Hellboy one. <laughs> so, that's cool. Wait, wait, they're rebooting it again? Yeah, they're rebooting it again. <laughs> oh, that's not a good sign. No, it's not a great sign. It's not a great sign at all. Um, so, yeah... Uh, had anyone seen this movie before? No. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, so unanimous, none of us had ever bothered to go see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look good. No. At I, all. I remember seeing like a single ad for it and then nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't think they marketed this one very much, especially with the budget that it had. They couldn't have marketed it very much. So, which is pretty wild. No. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, evident in the movie, but apparently there's a lot of behind the street, behind the scenes drama that went along with this movie. So that's fun. Uh, apparently there was a huge argument about, uh, the tree that's in this movie, uh, whether it should be symmetrical or asymmetrical. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> that, that wasn't ruined the movie for me, really. It was just the symmetry of the tree. Yeah. I <laughs> blacked that out for sure. Cause that it's a, that's it's a, new information there, for me. It comes up. It's a major plot point at one point. Interesting. <laughs> um, apparently there was, um, uh, there was 16 producers on this movie. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> aggressive. And there was two of them that, uh, apparently had, uh, so there, there's a lot of like, he said, see, see, well, he said, he said on this movie, mm-hmm. um, where like the director would like give people, you know, like directions or whatever. And then a producer would step in and then tell them different directions while like doing like, you know, rehearsals and stuff. So that was, uh, fun. That's, that's pretty cool for a movie to do. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. So then, uh, apparently they also had, uh, like moments where like um the guy that plays uh hellboy uh why am i blanking david uh, harbour david yeah. harbour yeah apparently he like walked off set a few times because he didn't want to do any more takes and stuff like that like that makes sense yeah. cuz like none of the tones were like logical yeah you know yeah, yeah. anyway a lot uh, of screaming for no reason yeah there was a it lot felt. yeah there there was like <laughs> a lot of sudden like um, energy shifts, a lot of like you know uh, uh, emotional shifts that mm. were just not there, and I didn't feel. But anyways, Mm-mm. all right, let's let's jump into this movie. If you guys can't tell, uh, no, I don't think any of us were fans. So, spoiler free review is if you haven't seen it, then don't. Then don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoiler free <laughs> review. Don't go. Don't see it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we start in the Dark Ages. King Arthur, played by Mark Stanley, and uh, Merlin, played by Brian Gleason, uh, meet with the Queen of Blood, played by uh, Vivian Nume, played by Amelia Jokovic, mm-hmm. to form what uh, seemed to be a truce, but only for Arthur and Merlin, who tried to put the end an end to Nume. Who was oh, betrayed by the trust of did, her witch Gienda, played by Penelope Mitchell? What's up? Did Did you want to know what the budget was? Oh yeah, go for it. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it's like fifty million or something. Yeah, so fifty million was the budget, and it made fifty five point one million at box office. Profit, baby. No, it's not. <laughs> Net positive. It's truly yeah. not. Um, yeah, but apparently, 
like one of the countries that was a really big release for it was Bulgaria. Sure. Yeah, that checks out Ooh, for yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. reasons I won't try to explain. Um, I do love Ian McShane, though. Yeah. All right. Great. Let's keep going. Uh, Excalibur is used to cut up the witch, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and she's beheaded. But and she's, she's alive. She is alive. She can't die, question mark? No. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's placed into separate uh, casks to be scattered all across the world. Um, it was later said that they were just all across the country. Which was very funny. So it seemed like all of them just happened to also be in England. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. had horses. They couldn't go that far. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think they specifically said they gave them to the knights to take across the country. Yeah. Which, sure. Clearly, I mean, yeah, obviously England. But it's like, oh, well, that's not a big distance. Like, England's <laughs> tiny. Like <laughs> They were able to get them all Good back job. within, like, two weeks, I think. Yeah, so. well, that's the thing. It's like, we're, we're used to the, like, you can you can drive the entire length of England in the time it takes for me to drive down the California coast. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we cut to present day. We have Hellboy, Hellblade, wow. Hellboy, played by David Harbour. <laughs> uh, he arrives in Tijuana to find Esteban Ruiz, uh, played by Mario Del Rosa. Uh, his partner from the Bureau from Paranormal Research. Resor- wow, I can't talk. The Paranormal Research. BPRD. Yeah, and defense. Uh, they went, uh, the his partner went missing after going on a mission solo for some reason. Uh, Hellboy finds that uh, Ruiz is uh, in an arena where he's fighting a wrestler. Um, he's come here to hunt vampires, but apparently got turned into one to himself. Uh, he challenges Hellboy. They fight for a while. Hellboy's like, oh, you're a vampire. And then it turns into a vampire. And Hellboy throws him and he lands on the wrestling posts and dies. Yep, I guess. Question mark? I don't Staked. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, kind of unclear. Because like the, the way he fell onto the wrestling post, too, looked real wonky. Um, so... Not the first thing that's going to look wonky in this movie. No. You know what's funny, <laughs> though? The last. For, for, I didn't realize, but for the budget, CGI wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. It no. wasn't good. But for $50 million, it's not as bad as I, it could have been. There so, was some very questionable CGI. Oh, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically about uh, a war- warthog-like creature named Gronch. Um, oh, my God. I, his face moved too much. It just always was moving just always yeah it was a lot the accent was weird so, the accent was weird uh, i was played by stefan graham uh he visits a witch uh named baba yaga played by emma tate they both have multiple bones to pick with hellboy so baba yaga orders granich to free nume to N- go what's up i i was i was i thought it was like namua or namua namua i think they said it like three different ways in the movie yeah Yeah. they definitely at the end of the movie were pronouncing it very differently than they did at the beginning of the movie and there seemed to be no like yeah yeah it's n-i-m-u-e namua yeah i I think namua i don't know whatever namua sure yeah whatever just at the very end of the movie, they started saying her name completely differently than they had been the entire movie. Yeah. And I was like, they clearly paid a lot of attention to detail in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, uh, Nimue, uh, like, is supposed to be released so they can get revenge on Hellboy. Sure, why not? Uh, so Hellboy returns t- to his adoptive father, P- Professor Trevor Broom, uh, Butter, B- Butterhome? Brotherhome? 
uh, sure. played by Ian McShane, yeah. uh, which is a better name than just Broom. Uh, I like that his last name isn't Broom in this movie. That's his mm-hmm. like nickname. That's yeah. In the previous movies, that's that's his nickname is Professor Broom. But I think they always call him Broom. In yeah, the I don't think movies. they called him anything else. Yeah. It literally, like I think he was credited as Professor Broom. So, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, he asked Broom what Ruiz meant by what he was saying because uh, he said some random shit as he was dying. It's, it's honestly not too consequential to the rest of the movie, though. Is but it really it isn't. Yeah, why did we? Why did we meet him at all? To get, anyway. to get this, to get, to get some humanity from Hellboy to show that he cares about people, and Whatever. then also to get this prophecy type thing. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, Broom responds that he doesn't know what it's about. Uh, Broom then tells Hellboy that he is wanted by uh, Osiris, the Osiris Club in England, to help them hunt down some giants. So that's. <laughs> the setup to the next part of this movie. <laughs> uh, one of the things that was the weirdest when they go to the BPRD and they go to Hellboy's room, it just looks like a hotel room. Yeah. That is the most sterile. There's like nothing there. His bed is like perfectly made. It's the most like it com- like again, coming off the last two movies where, you know, they had a lot of like, Character. Set design and yeah. character for They put Hellboy. all those TVs together. <laughs> and put one yeah. in a helmet. Yeah. Which seemed excessive, but... But it was much, nice. <laughs> it's nice to have some personality instead it, of hotel great. room. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a weird... It, it, it's one of those things where I almost thought at first... I don't think they put as much thought into this, but I thought at first it was like the BPRD was trying to pull Hellboy back. So, like, they didn't allow him to have personality. So, like, if he added anything, they kind of, like, cleaned it up and scrubbed it to be as sterile as it was. So Like, but... I don't think they put that thought that much thought into it. That was just my initial impression when I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, no, the BPRD is kind of being assholes and trying to, like, you know, pull Hellboy back and make him, like, you know, a normal human kind of thing. But mm. I don't think they thought about it that much. No. no. <sighs> so, so Hellboy travels to England. Um, Audrey missed the whole conversation at the end there, yeah. uh, which was very funny. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, wait, why the fuck are we in England? So... <laughs> So the Osiris Club is uh, there to hunt mo- giants, monsters, all sorts of stuff. Giants, sure. Yeah. So yeah, they they talk specifically about giants a lot, but they mm-hmm. also, yeah they they talk about other hunts. But uh, their leader, Lady Elizabeth Hatton, played by Sophie o- Okendo, uh, mm-hmm. she tells Hellboy where uh, where he came from, and as- essentially we get the flashback of who he is uh, during World War II, mm-hmm. Rasputin uh, and his minions. Um, tried to bring something from another dimension to use as a weapon. The BP, BPRD got there uh, with the help of their top agent, Lobster Johnson, played by Thomas Hayden Church, who came in and killed Nazis before Rasputin was executed. Didn't pay attention in this part either. Yeah, she, the, 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 the post credits game was very confusing to yeah. Audrey because she did not see this part. No, didn't know. <laughs> It is kind of so. If you if you are familiar with the comics, it is pretty cool to see Lobster Johnson. Lobster Johnson's, although his uh, his suit design is questionable in this. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't look very good. No, honestly, <laughs> a lot of the costuming in this movie does not look very good. No, <laughs> no, it's it's real yeah. bad. Uh, and I it it plays too corny for what this movie was trying to do as well it seems so out of place with like the rest of the vibe of that particular scene it's just like oh yeah a dude with like a brand on his hand like what i don't i don't know it's fine whatever (laughs) 
So Broom was instructed to kill whatever came out of the Nazi's portal, but when he saw that it was a baby Hellboy, he chose to adopt him instead. Not entirely explained why, because, uh, I mean, I don't... Why, like, why anyone listened to him, either? Like, at least in the last, uh, like, iteration of his, um, his story, he wasn't there specifically to kill whatever came through the portal. They were just supposed to stop the Nazis. But this one explicitly says, like, a dozen times that he was supposed to kill Hellboy. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. anyways. So, we get a tour of the Osiris Club. Hellboy travels with the, the hunters to go after the giants. Uh, but... Uh, after repeatedly saying that they were there to kill whatever came through the portal, um, Hellboy is surprised that he is double-crossed and they start trying to kill him repeatedly by stabbing him through and through like a dozen times, I guess. Like, <laughs> so They stabbed him so many times. Yeah, so many times. <laughs> uh, and we were also told that they were hunting three giants, which is apparently unusual and makes it kind of hard. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Osiris hunters were just like, oh, we we didn't actually need your help. You you believe that we need your help for something we've been doing for centuries, blah, 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 blah. Um, um, before we completely forget about Lobster Johnson, I kept looking at his face and I was trying to think, I know that man. I know that man. Mm-hmm. He's the asshole in George of the Jungle. What's his <laughs> yes. name? Oh. Like Nigel? Thomas Hayden. Oh, in that oh, movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the actor, the actor is Thomas Hayden Christian, right? Uh, Thomas Christian Hayden Church. Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. That's right. mm-hmm. And he's also Sandman in uh, the third <gasps> Spider-Man movie. Oh, Wait. my God. Mm-hmm. Well, and I didn't clock him in the Spider-Man movies as yeah. <laughs> the guy from George of the Jungle. <laughs> but in this one, I was like, there's something about his face. Anyway. I should specify the Tobey Maguire's the third yeah. one of those and yeah. this other third Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is Our... Sandman in the other one? No. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, actually, yeah, he is. He is, he is. Oh, he is in the oh, third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right, he is. Yeah, He's he in is. both third Spider-Man yeah. movies. Dang. Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Not confusing. <laughs> it, you would have been right either way. So Hellboy manages to get a few kills in, but he's weakened and he's cornered and they electrocute him before the leader can uh, strike the final blow with his really stupid headdress on. uh, A giant comes in and just starts killing a bunch of the hunters uh, with the help of two other giants. It looked so stupid. It did. And I know that's like what it's supposed to. That's the vibe it's supposed to give, but it just it just didn't work. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah, well, and it was one of those things where it's like, can Hellboy just not die? Like, he was impaled through and through, like, like I said, probably at least six times, and then electrocuted repeatedly, which is fine, whatever, but he's impaled, like, repeatedly. Uh, Anyways, Hellboy wakes up to find the giants are feasting on the corpses of of all of the hunters, Uh, so the hunters got caught unaware and uh, didn't couldn't i don't know what their plan was to fight giants like i don't know the weaponry and the stuff like that they had based off of the fight we see later didn't make any fucking sense i think they just got too distracted trying to kill hellboy here's the thing they use electric electrified speed like spears against Mm. giants Mm. like i don't know yeah fine whatever (laughs) yeah again i don't think a lot of thought was put into the design of this film No. no 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 So uh, the Hellboy uh, jumps into action uh, to because he like one of the giants like sneaks up on him kind of um, because he's like oh I thought there was three of them because he mm-hmm. sees the other two mm-hmm. uh, and he th- there's a fight it's fine um, we get 
probably our be- our first instance of this movie being rated R. Uh, this movie is quite a bit more gory than the, the, the previous mm-hmm. two movies. I mean, the first scene was pretty gory, and I think they said fuck a bunch. They did, yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Annoying yeah. amount. Yeah. Yeah. N- yeah. It wasn't used well, but nothing in this movie was written well, so. Right. Yeah. It, it felt like a PG-13 movie that they then decided to change to R and yeah. so certain mm-hmm. scenes were just overloaded with like just constant profanity and absurd gore like there's a, mm. a sequence at the end where it's just like so obvious that it feels like they just put it in to have gore yeah <laughs> yeah 100% they let a bunch of 14 year old boys edit the movie it's what it feels like 100% yeah. well you know what's yeah. funny is the director of this handed in his version of it and then the producers uh, redid it uh, and at one point said in a statement that the the um, director was never told that he was going to have the final cut of the movie, so that's fun. Okay, yeah. sounds like it's always a good good issues. Uh, yeah, the girls are fighting. <laughs> yeah, the girls are fighting. <laughs> uh, but Hellboy does straight up slaughter all of these giants and then passes out again. Yeah, he's sleepy. So uh, Granich makes his way up to a church where he starts to kill a bunch of silent monks. He forces the remaining one to guide uh, him beneath the church where the head of the witch is. Uh, after the monk refuses to speak, uh, the incantation to free her, uh, Granich rips his tongue out and swallows it so he can use it. Uh, okay, I I think he ripped out his whole larynx. and that you, Have you seen the, that 3D print of a vo- velociraptor larynx yeah. and you blow air through it? Um, oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's what he did. I don't know. Because I saw that whole, like, throat. Yeah, his whole, like, jaw thing <laughs> was gone. But I don't know. It was, it just looked like a, like a really big tongue at the time. Right. I don't know. It was wild. So Gronix uh, swallows it and then he can say it. I, I mean, if he has the vocal box, that makes more sense that he's, like, forcing air through the other person's vocal box. That seems like a really loose loophole to be able I to don't do know. this. But... He magic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the witch head awakens and she instructs Granich to on where to find the rest of her body because she knows question mark. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> she, she gets a ping every 10 centuries. Like, yeah, exactly. Or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Phantom lives. So Hel- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Hellboy wakes up in an apartment after being rescued by an old friend named Alice Mo- Monahan, Mo- Monahan, Monahan played yeah. by Sasha Lane. Uh, who has the power to hear the voices of of the dead and kind of summon them through her uh, like prolapsed uh, throat? Uh, like <laughs> her whole intestines spill out of her body. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else hated all that? Yeah, I hated yeah. her British accent. I'm just gonna say. Oh, it was bad. Okay, it was real bad. <laughs> so the two it. other leads in this movie are both American actors putting on what are possibly the worst British accents. And it was so mm-hmm. bad. I love Daniel Day Kim in other things. Mm-hmm. He's a mm-hmm. very good actor. He should not try a British accent. It was very bad. Yeah. It was not as bad as as Sasha Lane's. Yeah. yeah. It was rough. Just. I, and inconsistent. It, yeah. I hated when they started quoting the Jabberwocky poem. <laughs> I I was like, can we, can we stop, actually? <laughs> Uh, And then I stopped paying attention for a while (laughs) somewhere. Yeah. Uh, And she, uh, uh, I'm just going to call her Sasha Lane going forward, uh, apparently has the, some ability to have like some foresight as well. Not just speak with the dead because she, she knows that was like telling her what's going to happen. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. 
but Broom has essentially, uh, apparently sent several agents to break into the apartment uh, to rescue Hellboy? Question mark. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. They come in. It feels like they come in very hot yeah. for what seems oh, yeah. to be like a non-threatening situation. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways. Hellboy, uh, outside, complains to Broom about the Osiris Club trying to kill him. Uh, Broom is less concerned with that and more the fact that uh, the witch's head is awake and that the uh, the last pieces of her body lie in the co- uh, headquarters of the Osiris Club. Uh, Broom introduces uh, Hellboy to Major Ben Damo, uh, played by Daniel Day Kim, mm-hmm. of M11, who is working with the BPRD to stop Nume, Numoa, Nimue. Nimue. Uh, I'm going to say it different every time. Numina. Broom orders them to bring Alice along for reasons because we needed a female person in this movie. Diversity. Yeah, exactly. Diversity. Feminism, diversity. Does not pass the Bechtel test, but whatever. Wait, no, she. No, wait. I was going to say she talks to the spirit of that dead lady. But I think it was about Hellboy. Yeah. So is and is the dead lady named like uh, there's she is just, she, yeah yeah she because she, she was the was leader she? of the Osiris yeah she was the leader oh, of the that's Osiris. right yeah. okay yeah. That's well right. you know well, what she doesn't talk to her she talks through her oh yeah mm, doesn't count yeah yeah, yeah. unfortunately no, no, no. no there's no chance of that <laughs> test no no uh so, so the, you know what it just might because I think. No, because <gasps> the, no, the witches talk to each other. Uh, yep, yeah, the witches do talk. Yeah, to each and other. they're and they're both named. Oh, yeah, and one's wow. mad at the other one for. Yeah, that's wow. true. That's true. Wow. Also, what the fuck was that other second witch? Why was like? Galita? Why did they yeah. include her in the story at all? She wasn't a factor she, at any point. I, th- I think she was at the beginning, right? Because she yeah, she's yeah. at the beginning. That, she, that she puts tr- the crown that was a traitor. On. Yeah, with but. Still completely unnecessary. I mean, there was a lot of things in this movie that were completely unnecessary. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's weird plot threads that really don't mean mm-hmm. anything. But mm-hmm. anyways, so the team arrives at the Osiris headquarters where they find everyone has been brutally killed. Once again, we get uh, more R-rated stuff like some smushed heads and stuff. Uh, they find that Lady mm-hmm. Hatton's body, uh, or they find Lady Hatton's body. Alice touches it, uh, like touches her forehead so the spirit can communicate uh, and just jettison itself out of Alice's mouth. Uh, Hatton warns Hellboy that now that uh, Nemwe Numwe is uh, free and searching for a king, his true destiny will be fulfilled, which is to bring the apocalypse. Hooray! Uh, they r- then run into Granich because the uh, head lady starts freaking out. She's like, "He's still here," um, and he has the last piece of uh, the witch's body, uh, which. Very quick. It literally mm-hmm. took him like mm. two scenes to get all of the body parts back. He was back. very productive. Yeah, like they have a scene of her like sitting on the couch with most of her body parts just missing a single hand. So... Uh, a hand and a leg, I think. Oh no, he yeah. was delivering the hand and or the yeah. the leg in that scene. So yeah. 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 Anyways, uh... <laughs> I did like the visual of her flipping through the channels with her head like sideways <laughs> yeah. and detached. It's great. Uh, so uh, Granich is able to escape because Nume distracts Hellboy with a vision and kind of messes with his mind a little bit and his feelings on how non-creatures are treated or non-human creatures are treated, which randomly pops back up in this movie. And Hellboy apparently has very strong feelings about at random times. She drops Mm -hmm. into his DMs and he was like, wow, you know what? 
Interesting thoughts, interesting feelings. <laughs> the funniest thing is I think probably the like most egregious mistreatment of a creature is in the flashback with the baby. Yes. The way that Hellboy treats the little who's yeah. like obviously just there because it just wants a home and is like trying to and that's probably like like the the worst mistreatment of these these, you know, other creatures yeah. is by Hellboy himself. Yeah. Who apparently has very strong feelings about their mistreatment. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing is we don't like see a lot of mistreatment in this movie like that. That plot point doesn't really come up much other than I guess they are hunting the giants, but the giants are actively trying to kill humans and like eat their marrow or something. I mean, they treated Hellboy kind of badly when they broke all those windows. Sure. But I don't know. Sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> On the way to M11 uh, headquarters, Hellboy tells Alice and Damio that he knows Gronich. Um, when Alice was a baby, that's how Alice and Hellboy are tied together is because Hellboy got Alice back. Uh, but when Alice was a baby, her parents needed Hellboy's help because uh, she was taken by fairies and replaced by a changeling. Hellboy coaxed the creature out of his disguise using iron, and Gronich revealed his true form being a little, a little boar boy. Uh, Hellboy branded Gronich, and he was uh, wanted revenge ever since. The, the fairies later returned Alice safe and sound after Hellboy had threatened them. Upon arriving at M11, Hellboy angrily asked Broom why he didn't kill him when he came out, to which Broom I, responds he saw potential in him. I just... the It's like he doesn't have a thought that follows any kind of train of logic. You no. Know? It's like... We get the flashback, and then he's like, I have a revelation, and then I'm going to yell at you about something completely different. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, it's also one of those weird things where, like, the flashback was fine. It, it, it's highly convenient that this, mm-hmm. you know, the Alice, the one person that, like, or, well, not the one person, a person he saved as a baby was replaced by the one creature they are now fighting mm-hmm. like it, it's like con- coincidence coincidence on top of coincidence mm-hmm. and it, it's just like I, all right like i think this the the flashball sequence was the only time i actually laughed in this movie and mm-hmm. that was when when he uh when the baby transforms into this little you know like gremlin and it's like crawling up him and it goes <laughs> fuck you i just want to be a baby or something like, yeah yeah, yeah. Those lines. and as the only time i laughed just because i wasn't expecting like the baby to cuss like yeah it was, was like okay the only good use of like their r rating i think maybe yeah yeah, yeah i would agree i agree uh yeah yeah so we have the flashback of uh hellboy mistreating a baby and then we have um hellboy being upset that he wasn't mistreated as a baby Here's the th- i, I- <laughs> don't think uh grancher uh i don't think pigman was a baby though he was smaller but he was like speaking in full sentences and like actively using deceit he's he like he explicitly said he was a child i yeah but like how old of a child because full sentences i think it's it's clear that he's young they're like there's some weird plot point that he kind of talks about later where it seems like if he had been uh, he would have turned into a human if he had stayed oh, in that yeah. form. Okay, like, okay. he had a and chance to be That's why he's so human. mad. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, he was mad that's about That's why he's so things. mad at Hellboy. Yeah, he, he was super mad. He got branded by Iron. He was very upset about that. What is so good about mm-hmm. being human? And then he's like, I could have been a human, but Hellboy ruined that. Uh, 
whatever. <laughs> yeah, because because anyway. when yeah when when she's fully like rehealed and he's giving his exposition of why he's mad at Hellboy because like it's even after the uh, flashback, it's not entirely clear why he's so mad at Hellboy that he's willing to end the entire world over it, which again seems like a like massive difference in response here. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so Hellboy storms off after Broom says that he saw potential in him. Uh, meanwhile, Dom, uh, Domino goes somewhere to acquire a special bullet that can kill Hellboy if necessary. Because he does not trust Hellboy. Hellboy finds himself... Fair. Yeah, I mean, fair. <laughs> fair. So as Hellboy like storms out of the the M11 and like goes into an elevator. We get like a El- Hellboy freaking out because the elevator's being weird, even though I don't think he can die. Yeah, he just punches the shit out of the, the thing. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we see him break multiple uh, phones in this movie too because he's just too strong. I was kind of, le- I was laughing at that. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. It, it was probably Why the would you only... ever use your right hand? Yeah, why would you ever <laughs> use the stone hand? <laughs> First off, I doubt that the phone has like sensors that can read stone, but like... <laughs> The touchscreen's not going to work. Anyways, Hellboy finds himself being transported to another realm where he finds Baba Gaga's house. Uh, the witch brings him into her home where she is feasting on the hands and like blood slash intestines of children. Yeah. This was supposed to be shocking, but yeah. I was like, this is I, her whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that like the introduction and like seeing the house and that part, I thought was actually one of the better like Mm -hmm. visually done sequences definitely Mm -hmm. but then you meet the bobby aganel kind of goes out the window (laughs) so (laughs) i I like how they did her face but then she did her acrobatic like crawl out of the cauldron (laughs) and it took like half a minute and i was i was like is hellboy gonna say something about this entrance because i think he should yeah definitely anyway uh so Hellboy like refuses her food after like we get a flash behind him where there's a bunch of like children up on like meat hooks. Yeah. Uh, which was, was like, like oh, why did we need that? Yeah. <laughs> like wasn't it obvious with the fingers? Yeah, like the little baby hands essentially. Like it was like okay. I uh, thought that was hilarious. So Baba Yaga helps Hellboy define uh Nimwe Nume Nime uh <sighs> in exchange for his eye. As uh, he had previously gouged out one of her eyes, uh, and he was also the one that locked her in this pocket dimension. I guess. Uh, which was a little confusing. It's like, I don't, this seems like a pretty sweet deal. Like, she can still get her hands on, like, ample food and can apparently just yeet people into her dimension at mm-hmm. will. So, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like a pretty sweet deal for her. Uh, but Hellboy does agree to give up his eye uh, and seals the deal with a very prolonged kiss. That was so weird. <laughs> I didn't nah. like how frothy the yeah. spit was. Yeah. The, the CGI on the saliva so wasn't bad. good either. Like it, it was, bad. it was like very like it was almost like cell shaded saliva. It was weird. I don't. <laughs> Uh, anyways, however, Bo- Hellboy tricks her since she didn't specify when he had to give up his eye. Uh, so Baba Yaga curses him uh, as he falls out of her house and ends up falling back into the same office with Broom and Alice. And they seem, like, annoyed at him mm. for, like, falling. And it's like, where the fuck do you think he just came from? Like, he fell through a solid, like, ceiling. And you're not surprised at the fact that he fell through the ceiling. Like, you're just, just mad at him. He broke the table. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because it was from, like, what was it, Churchill or something like that? It was, like, Churchill's oh, desk or something. Yeah. I don't remember. 
There is one thing about this movie as far as Hellboy is concerned that I thought is very neat that almost no movie does. And that is that he gives information very effectively and immediately. Like yeah. in that scene, immediately is like is the Baba Yaga. When it came to uh, later on, he's like, I didn't take the sword because of this reason. Like he was yeah. very communicative about why he was doing the things he was doing and sharing with his team. And yeah, I thought that that's something that so many superhero movies, like there's always like this weird miscommunication that's going on that like, yeah. that's the one of the only redeeming qualities I think of, mm-hmm. of Hellboy in this movie. Yeah. But I thought that was good. That That is often one of my chief complaints when like, all of the conflict is contrived from miscommunication where like Hellboy's like, nah, this X, Y, and Z right now we're fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so anyways, uh, so the, the team heads to Nume, Nume's, Numa's, uh, location. Blood tree. Uh, Yeah. Uh, the Domino, Domino, uh, tells Alice about the scars on his face. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, so we have like a bonding (laughs) motion moment inside the helicopter for some reason. (laughs) That was terrible. But we get a, we get a, his flashback. The exposition that these characters do are, it's just so, it's so like, there's no nuance. Mm-mm. It's not. It's just so awful. Yeah. And they do it constantly in this mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have that weird little flashback where it's like, you just explained it. Like, like half the time they already explained it. And then we have to have a flashback on top of that. Yep. And and the flashbacks aren't, most of them aren't good. It's like, <laughs> nope. there's no point. Like, either tell the story or do the flashback. Don't do both. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> also, yep. 100%. Did anybody else get the feel that that flashback was the Predator movie? Yes. Yeah, yes. They, I said they, it multiple they, times. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to do Predator. Uh, I, I've actually been to one of the filling locations for the Predator, so that was fun. Uh, Where was that? It's in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Oh, that's mm. cool. Yeah, just outside. It's on top of a little mountain. It's got really good tequila over there. Anyways, um, so okay. so the, as the head team uh, heads to the location, uh, Demio tells Alice about the scars on his face. Him and his team were hunting a demonic jaguar in uh, Belize, and his whole team was killed. But Demio survived after the creature just clawed his face. It's really not dis- explained he's, how he lives. He's <laughs> no. he's, here's but, the thing. But, it was a were-tiger, and he sucked the were-tiger's dick. Like, <laughs> he, he, he no, doesn't want to get into it. But They weren't hunting it. It was hunting them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. He's I, so hot. <laughs> yeah, there, there's really no explanation as to how or why he lived. Uh, but he yeah. was transformed uh, because he got scritchy scratched or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, they find the witch uh, after she had already confronted uh, Ganita uh, and her sisters for betraying her. She mm-hmm. uses her new plague powers. Uh, but before she gets her plague powers, she does cut open the tree and then suck her blood out of the tree because mm-hmm. her blood was sucked out of her when she was beheaded and went into the tree. So she got her blood back because she couldn't do her magic yet until she got her blood because she's a blood witch. Mm-hmm, you get it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It. You, you gotta have juice. Subtle, very subtle. You gotta put water in the water gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super subtle. So, uh, uh, the the main witch kills the, some of the sisters, but leaves Ganita alive. Uh, she presents uh, Nume with a thorny crown that we saw at the beginning of the movie that she had put on her head after betraying her, etc., etc. Um, I'm disassociating 
through the recap. <laughs> <laughs> so Nume unleashes an undar- undead army to fight the heroes while Hellboy goes after her. Uh, they get like trapped in a forest and the zombies like puff into smoke uh, with just normal ass bullets. So Yeah, so I think that they are supposed to be the witches that were killed at the tree. That makes sense. That makes more sense. Because it, yeah. Otherwise, the whole story about the witches, about what happened at the tree and how people murdered the witches makes really no sense. There's no point for it to be there. But I think that's what they're supposed to be. But yeah. it really was not made clear. No, mm-hmm. no, not at all. Well, and then uh, during this fight, we find out Alice can punch the soul out of the zombies. I liked that. I thought it was fun. It, it was kind of fun, but also like zombies. So usually not like soul left over. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the whole thing is you're just reanimating the body. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Uh, but, Maybe it's uh, their spirit. Not yeah, their but like Hellboy runs ahead to go confront the uh, the main witch um, and leaves the other two behind because they couldn't also go. I don't remember. Was there a reason I think why they got separated? Like they, no, they, they didn't want them to die because she was no, too powerful. No, 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 no. They, no, they said we're gonna st- we're gonna stay here and hold them off so you can go get her. Like there was like a very clear like, but there didn't seem to be a specific reason why, yeah. other than like we're distracting these creatures while you go. Yeah, I would say usually like there's there's usually like two ways you do that is like you distract all of the creatures that like chase after you, or you have like a choke point in which you like hold the line. Neither of which were no. true here. Um, in the middle of a giant forest. Yeah, it's the middle of a giant forest. They, like, go back to back at one point. There was mm-hmm. the, uh, oh, you know, stay behind me. Where else am I going to go? And then they Uno reverse it, and she's like, stay behind me. He's like, where else would I go? I hated their the, dynamic. The line deliveries in this movie. Like, I love funny one-liners or, like, silly. Sure. Or, like, you know, bringing up, like, oh, we did this funny little banter, and now I'm doing it. The way it's executed in this movie is so bad. Like, yeah. All of Hellboy's one-liners were just flat. Mm-hmm. The delivery was bad. Like the back-to-backs, uh, all of it, just, just bad. Yeah, it's very just bad. Not good. I felt like David Harbor sounded like he was slurring his words all the time. Was that just me? He might. I think have he was just trying to get in character and been drunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it was I like hope. it was a lot. I, I mean, I would respect it. Um. I don't know. <laughs> it was nigh unintelligible. And I just, Ugh. I don't know. I, I, every, everything was wrong with the tone and the dialogue yeah. and the writing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. uh, Nume tries to tempt Hellboy to, uh, uh, you know, rule with her. He's like, nah. Uh, Nume then takes a thorn from the crown and throws it into Alice's neck, like just like flicks it at her and it like goes directly into her neck and like poisons her. And her and Gronich escape through a portal question mark Mm -hmm. uh ganita tells them uh tells the heroes that they need to find uh merlin to undo the poison inside of alice so that's cool so we get like a mini montage it's like one of the miniest montages ever of them like going to go find merlin they like immediately find merlin Mm -hmm. um so that's cool so hellboy and domino bring alice to merlin's tomb where he awakens after centuries he removes the thorn and saves Alice, but then uh, knocks her and Domino unconscious so that he can talk to Hellboy in private. I liked that. He's like, go to sleep. <laughs> He's like, nah, nah. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> 
uh, he reveals to Hellboy that he is a direct descendant of Arthur because Arthur had children and they were all women and women are harlots. And then eventually one of the women goes to <laughs> hell and does bone she the fucks demon. The devil. She bo- fucks she, the devil. Well, not the devil. What was a it? Demon. She rode on something to go meet with the de- there was like this weird complicated story yeah. that was just like this is clearly like they just took from the comic right yeah but mm-hmm. it you know when you write in a comic it's silly and whatever and it like did not work in any way shape or form here yeah oh no it, it was super weird but uh she she rode something into hell and then rode uh hell itself mm-hmm. um and then gave birth to <laughs> hellboy who was uh you know given the name of like you know destroyer of worlds or something i don't i don't remember it's fine right. um so yeah it's yeah because her his mother was human and his father was yeah anyways uh only he can wield Exc- excalibur because he's like a direct defendant a descendant of arthur um so our uh, Merlin uses the last of his power to summon the sword, uh, so Hellboy could grab it. Uh, and just before he grabs it, he sees a vision of himself with his horns fully grown. He's got a crown. He's got a dragon. He jumps down to earth and is just uh, massacring humanity uh, very slowly. It's gonna take a while with just a sword, but <laughs> he's just massacring like humans as they run by him. So once again, we Wrong. get. The really cool demonic like world ending Hellboy and it's just a fucking tease. <laughs> and also probably the worst CGI in this movie. That yes. Sequence mm-hmm. Yes. Was painfully bad CGI. Hellboy looked mm-hmm. terrible. Like which again, having we just came off of the other two Hellboy movies where they did this much better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. The the mobs of like humanity looked like the uh crowd attendees in like football and soccer games yes a thousand percent yeah i was gonna say i have seen zombie hordes and video games that were better than these hordes of humans so anyways uh they they literally could have taken like a horde of zombies from like a dark souls game and just literally throw in a dark souls character in there with a sword and it would look better Mm -hmm. but anyways uh so he refuses to take excalibur for the fear that he will bring about the apocalypse um merlin's like yeah bitch why didn't you grab it as he crumbles to death mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so that that's cool I, I like that he lasted all that time to just save alice essentially that's the whole reason he stayed alive for centuries so that's cool <laughs> uh so with Nume's power having been fully restored she unleashes a plague upon london that spreads rapidly and kills people very rapidly uh, oh, that's what they say but then we see her just touching one person at a time. Yeah, she's doing, like, individual people. They they keep calling it a plague, but we have no indication that it actually spreads human to human. Um, And I do love that it's, like, within a matter of hours, there's, like, hundreds of thousands dead and, like, has spread across the channel or something like that. It's, like, do you... Okay, we've all just lived through a pandemic, so we probably all know way more about this than we need to. But it's like, oh, if they're killing hundreds of thousands in a matter of hours, it is killing too fast to spread across the channel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no chance someone made it across the channel while infected. <laughs> like, no. Uh, right. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, we, it is the most individualistic uh, plague I've ever seen. Like, just individually, just... She's like finger gunning people. Just like, bang, bang, bang. Like, just absolutely wild it just made no sense and never brought up again yeah Mm-mm. so the team uh heads to saint paul's uh cathedral to face her um uh there is a scene where she like 
breaks into the BPRD M11 location and like steals the professor and kills the rest of them, that's fine. Um, but yeah, she, she stole his dad. She stole the, Papa. So uh, the team heads to St. Paul's Cathedral, face her. They find a gigantic Gronich. He's gotten even bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he fights Hellboy. Uh, Hellboy's getting his shit rocked. Um, and Demio does give in to his were-jaguar form and mutates to help fight uh, Gronich, which, that was all right. That was... They put yeah, his booty that in was, there. That was actually some of the better CGI. Yeah. Yeah, but why was I he thought. so thick? He was caked up. Yeah, why well, he, he was caked up for a jaguar? I don't understand. But... I'm down right? for it. It was yeah. great. I'm not mad great. about it. I just don't understand. I was like, <laughs> oh, finally, he's gonna be like useful and supernatural. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. We we've seen him like giving himself like his antidote, and I thought it was gonna be one of those. He's like, oh no, I don't have my antidote again, so it's gonna make the situation worse. It's like, no, I'm not gonna use it, and I have full like control. control. I was like, why don't you use this way more often? Like. Yeah. <laughs> This would be this would have been very helpful in the forest. Like I like that he didn't give Alice any warning no. either, and she she looked scared as shit, which was great. Yeah, he's just like you should run now, and she's like, why? Like <laughs> you need to give more explanation. Uh, so, anyway, context. Yeah. So Nume emerges uh, now that she has uh, no more use for Gronik. She shrinks him down until he just goes oh, and <laughs> just pops like a little grape. So that's cool, I guess. Uh, she continues to try to to tempt Hellboy, even bringing him beneath the floor of the cathedral to find Arthur's tomb, because oh. apparently Arthur's tomb has just been chilling, um, with Excalibur resting in its stone. Hooray. Um, she continues to try to tempt Hellboy. He still refuses to join her, so she brings Broom out and then kills him by slicing his neck open. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool. Um <laughs> Oh no! Once again, the relationship the the relationship between Broom and Hellboy in this movie is even less believable than Broom and Hellboy in the last movie, which was already yeah. not particularly believable. I liked so. it more in that one. Yeah, the the last one was at least yeah. at least it seemed like Broom cared about him. Yeah. Uh, in this one, it uh-huh. seems like he has active contempt for him. Yeah. Yep. His words and like emotions do not match, so that's cool. So in his grief, Hell uh, Hellboy grabs Excalibur and starts to rage out. Uh, he takes on his true form, complete with horns and a flaming crown, opening like a portal to hell, blah, blah, blah. Outside, a colossic uh, demonic monster start emerging from hell and are ripping people to shreds Loved and laying waste guys. to London. These were some of the more inventive creatures in here. Like, uh-huh. this would have been co- like a cooler threat to the world would be seeing Hellboy fight these creatures mm-hmm. yes. uh, than everything also- we got. A lot of this just seemed to be justifying their R rating. Yeah. yeah. No, they, uh, this, this was like gore for gore's sake. Like, the only one I liked was the one with the skewer legs. But again, uh, yeah. <laughs> but again, I my first confusion was is like, how were they so far up on his legs while yeah. he was walking? It's like, how did they bodies you, get that high up? You know, when you're that's like, what I was so confused. <laughs> when your calves like brushed together, he just moved them up. On oh, purpose. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. a fashion statement. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. he's. But yeah, they they, they just start kind of going about doing like this. If like I said, if this was more of it, it was like gore for gore sake. But this could have been a more interesting like oh beat him up Hellboy like oh he's got to resist his true form to like fight back the hordes of hell or something. But Woo. yeah, anyways, uh, 
Nume is awed at Hellboy's uh, Demon King form and offers to be his queen while Alice runs to Broom's body to channel his spirit so he can try to talk to Hellboy. Uh, so her throat prolapses again and we get Broom. Uh, I hate he... it so much. <laughs> that that visual, it's just like that like wormy texture coming out of her yeah, mouth. Yeah, it's, it's no good. It's no good. Awful. It's awful. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's fine. Um, he tells Hellboy that he's always loved him, and he he uh, and to be as great as Broom always believed that he could be. Doesn't he call him like a little whiny <laughs> bitch? Yeah, he yeah. he really berates him at first. It's yeah, like, this seems like a good idea, yeah. good plan. Don't be such a fucking pussy, man. <laughs> be a little punk about it. Why why are you being so weird? <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, with that, Hellboy decapitates Nume, which sends all of the demons back to hell, question mark? Great. Um, because he's broken his, his, you know, hell, his curse or something. He turks, takes her head and throws it down, uh, to hell as hell gates close to, so that she can never come back. Uh, Demio then destroys the bullet, uh, that he had to kill Hellboy, telling Alice it was a mistake and that Hellboy's, uh, pretty chill. He's pretty cool. We, we liked Hellboy now. So six months later, Hellboy, Alice, and Demino are in Siberia to face off against the, uh, Ad- Atlantis society. Uh, after killing all the members, they come across the tank of Abe Sapien. Wow. So we would get another member of, uh, Hellboy's crew, um, and then we do have a mid credit scene where Hellboy goes to like the grave of uh, the the Claw Boy, um, and they talk for a little bit, and it's fine. I thought it was his papa's grave. Was it his yeah, papa's grave? And, pa- then, and then and then the Lobster Boy shows yes. up. Yes. Oh, okay. I missed the, the fact that it was Papa Lobster grave. Johnson. Yeah, oh. I'm just gonna call him Lobster Boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they they talk for a little bit, and then he like walks through like walks through stuff and Hellboy's like, whoa! And then that was the end of the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, oh my god, and, I'm such a big fan. And then there's a post credit sequence. Yeah. <sighs> because why? Because yeah. we all want, we're asking for that. Uh, I don't even yeah. remember what the post credit sequence was. The Baba Yaga hiring oh, the, someone to get to... Uh, that's right. The that's eye. right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I walked forget. away. Yeah, I did forget that. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it, they didn't even reveal who it was. There's like th- theories about it, but it it doesn't matter because they're not getting a sequel anyway. So yeah, nor yeah. did they deserve one. No, no, it was a bad time. It was a yeah. very bad time. Um, mm-hmm. it could have been maybe okay, but it really wasn't. It it was so convoluted and just jam packed full with like random bullshit. <sighs> it was like a poorly written video game. Like I've lit- legitimately had video games that are just fetch quests that are more coherent than this movie. You know, you know what this movie felt like to me. It Hell felt yeah. like a fan really fiction. good fan made film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was, what it felt like. Yeah, if, yeah. if, like if a, I had seen this like in a, like the mid two thousands on fucking YouTube, I would have been so impressed. Right. Absolutely. Hunter, that's this is exactly <gasps> that's what, what they should have done. Like. <laughs> they should put one of those 90s film uh, filters over the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. and, and re-release really, it release, and no one would yeah, notice. Yeah, release it in three parts on YouTube and that's and you monetize each video. Yeah, Perfect. done and done. Perfect. They would have made so much more money that way. Uh, yeah, Probably. No, it's really weird. Uh, who, who wants to go first for thoughts? Who, uh, Audrey? Let's go with Audrey. Zero stars. I hated it. I, it gave me a headache. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah? That's all you got? Yeah. Okay, cool. Jeremiah, what you got? 
Um, so this movie, especially when you're trying to reboot two movies that are objectively maybe not the best movies, but they're good. They're fun. They're extremely yeah. well designed movies that have great practical effects and mm-hmm. great costuming mm-hmm. and some very good acting. Uh, Ron Perlman as Hellboy, for example, is extremely likable mm-hmm. in the character. Uh, David, and here, here's here's a problem I have is because David Harbor, we've seen him as the lovable asshole. Yes, in Black Widow, he played that role perfectly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. this could have been so if they'd done that role again. That's all they had to do. It's a right? no brainer. It really is, and I mean, again, casting casting wise, I mean, Ian McShane, Daniel Day Kim, David Harbor, like everybody in this movie. They're good actors. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's right. not a like like this had all the parts to make a good movie, and it feels like they just made all the worst choices. Mm-hmm. Just the the again giving American actors British accents and the line delivery, the writing just felt awful. The the editing in this movie, like the way they cut and like. People will be like mid dialoguing, they'll cut and it'll be like a scene from behind them because probably they didn't have the footage to show them delivering the line yeah. that they're saying in the movie. Yeah. Like it's very obvious continuity errors and just jumps in logic. Um, from my understanding, this is based on three separate stories. Yes. Like uh, yeah. Hellboy you can stories. Tell. <laughs> and you can tell that they, they don't coerce in any meaningful way. There's It's just choppy. The motivations of the characters change from second to second. There's just it, it. It doesn't feel like anybody making this movie cared about this movie at all. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only positive things I can kind of say about this movie, um, I think, are probably like the soundtrack was really good. No, uh, I, I, I disagree. disagree. <laughs> wow. So, so the, okay, indiv- I, the individual <laughs> songs sorry. are good. Yeah, the like, songs applied to this movie are not. <laughs> you know what? That was so I, funny. Oh, go I ahead, will, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I will never get tired of like an action sequence set, set to a fun song. Sure. Like, go beat up. Like, that's always fun to me. Like, fighting the giant. I thought the giant's fight was fun just because it was just like, you know, whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. The fight at the very end of the movie I thought was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm just trying to find a silver lining here, okay? It's this so is like valid. the best things I can. I mean, it's still zero stars. Zero stars. It's a bad movie. Don't watch it. No, no, it. no. That's so good. It, it was just funny because all throughout the movie, Michael and I were like, why did they make this choice for the song? We, we like, did multiple times comment, like, this music does not make sense or, like, oh, catch no. the vibe. Oh, no. Song yeah. choice. No, no, no. I, I agree. Like, tonally, like, the songs don't match. And, and yeah. what I'm saying is they're still fun. It's fun music. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh-huh. There were, it's there not was bad at least, music, but there was a, yeah, there was at least two points in the movie as well where the song balancing was super far off. Like one was just like super duper loud. I remember they were like going through like the countryside or something like that, and the music was just like suddenly blaringly loud. Thing, I was yeah. like, someone did not normalize this at all. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's zero I, stars. Yeah, I some of the I liked a lot of the song choices, but then they either covered it in a way that changed the tone or it like I don't know it just didn't it didn't jive for me and I love like uh oh my god Shrek what is it Shrek 3 when the princesses go ah 
it's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite example. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, Charlie, what do you got? It's a zero. I, it just it wasn't good. I don't know how else to say. You guys have hit it on the head. But like I, this movie did not keep my attention at all. And yeah, but yeah, it, it was tough. And and I appreciated what they were doing. I think they were trying to make like a. It felt like they were really trying to do a comic book movie. They're really trying to do it right by putting in these one-liners that you would, you know, you could imagine seeing in a comic book. But just the way it flowed, the way they were delivered, it just didn't work. And it, yeah. you wanted it to work. I mean, at least I did. You know, I didn't want yeah. it to be a bad movie, but I don't. I, I think it's incredible. The, this movie has probably the most breakneck pacing of any movie I've seen. Yeah, like they just. Scene, 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 scene. Things happen like yeah. constantly. Yes. For it to be as boring as it is, I feel like it's almost an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, impressive. it's like you crammed it full of so much shit. But it's how did you fail to make it interesting? That's what was a weird yeah. movie because if you looked away, you missed so much, but you didn't miss anything. It, yeah. it was this yeah. very yeah. weird. I don't know. I can't even get yeah. the word to describe it. It was just it was like we, we ended up in. Yeah, we ended up in England, and Audrey didn't know how we got there. And then we ended up at the tree, and she's like, I have no idea what the fuck this tree is or why we care no, about I this tree. No, I knew what the tree was. <laughs> I, there was something going on no, with there, like that scene that you were just like, I don't know. No, there was... I, I don't remember, but... Th- oh, maybe it was, there was the, the one, other witches. Yeah. There was, there was a scene in the movie that, like, for me, kind of, like, kind of explained, like, the entire thought process behind the movie. They're in the helicopter flying up to the tree. They go... He goes, I can't land next to the tree. I'm going to get as close as I can and set it down. And literally half a second later, they're setting the helicopter down. Mm-hmm. In, and it's just like this like hard cut to like, and it's like literally, why did you even say, just set this, like there's there's so many points in the movie where they, again, that exposition and then what they show, like there's such a weird like disconnect of either show it or, or say it, don't do both. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> It's almost like dream logic, you know, yeah. if you're having a oh. dream and like you say, oh, I think this is going to happen. And then it immediately happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it, so, some of the, some of it also felt like if your, your example is perfect where um, people like they felt like people were going to be upset if they didn't explain why they didn't land right next to the tree. So they're like, oh, we can't get that close to the tree. They don't explain why they can't get to that close to the tree, really. But like, we can't get that close to the tree. I'm going to set it down and then immediately just lands. So they like they're just like, oh, no, we got to cut the credit, the critics off at the head. Like, like, but oh, um, yeah, you can you can feel the problems behind the scenes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I, um, I, I'm also going to give it, you know, I'm going to give it a half star because uh, I did chuckle Ooh. a once. Um, oh, that's but generous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was one of those things where uh, I, I think you nailed it on the head where it felt like a comic, like three separate like trade trade paperbacks. They tried to weave together and none of them actually had any of like the emotional hits or anything like that. Like you said, it's so breakneck, but also boring because they never give any of the characters a moment to breathe for anything. And like we get it, it feels like almost like bipolar reactions from Hellboy constantly about like how monsters are treated after the one conversation he had with the witch. But we've never once seen like monsters really get mistreated. We've never really seen Hellboy get particularly bad treatment either. Other than we know they're actively hunting and killing monsters. You know, I mean, that's true, but like we don't ever see that animosity really directed at Hellboy other than uh, the agent that's with them. 
but even then, like, he doesn't really, like, actively shit on, um, on Hellboy very often. Um, I also think I got confused a few times because, uh, Mila Jokovic, uh, plays Alice in the Resident Evil movie, so whenever they Mm -hmm. said Alice and they were on screen, my brain (laughs) automatically was like, wait a second, like, (laughs) Uh um, but yeah. just one of the things that just blows my mind is how profoundly unlikable all of the main characters are in this yeah. movie. Just everybody in this movie is unlikable. There's no, there's like nobody that you cite. Like those heroes are not people that no. I cared about at all. No, no, I none hated, of them were likable. Yeah, the, none of the villains were likable or had good motivation for as far as I can tell. Like, every, I mean, every time Broom came a- on the scene, I was like, dude. Just leave. Yeah, fuck this guy. Like, yeah. Right? I don't care what you have to say. I don't want to hear it. We all know it's going to be some terrible one-liner. Just and why are you being and, such a dick all the time? Yeah, just go and, away. and again, Ian McShane as like the likable dick, yeah. like in the John Wick movies. That's exact. He plays the same role, but he's very likable. Like, yeah. Oh, and he's Odin in American Gods, and he's very good in that. And he's yeah. also yeah. like an asshole, but you like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so frustrating yeah well and that's the thing is like even like a, a granic fine whatever he's like the brute that's like supposed to be the muscle like whatever but like mila jokovic is like she's played like strong badass women like repeatedly throughout her career and is not that in this movie like it she seriously just seems like she has a, like a weird horn fetish that like that that's only like the only thing i can get she's like her whole goal is to Tempt Hellboy to be his queen, like, yeah, like what? I don't. This all powerful witch, and my goal is get to that monster. Deed. Kneel to you and be your queen. Oh like, my god! Weird. Yeah, it. Like I was, Ooh. I was very pro the Blood Witch up until she was like, no, let me like, you'll be the daddy or whatever. And I was like, no, <laughs> oh, daddy no, Hellboy, no. And then I was like, wow, you're the worst, <sighs> actually. So. Yeah, <sighs> don't don't go see, don't watch this movie. It's 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 rough. It sucks. Um, and like it's we bad. said, it's surprisingly uh, action packed. Well, simultaneously, one of the most boring superhero movies out there. So it's just uh, weird. Very weird. Like if you really want to watch clips of it, just watch a clip on YouTube. Yeah, there, there's like a couple decent it's like a couple fight fun scenes, like I fight guess. scenes. Like if you want a gory the thing, fight scene, they're not that good though. No, like, they're not. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't put them in the top fifty of like mm. fantasy fight scenes. I wouldn't even put them in the top 50 of like comic book fight scenes. Yeah. Like, so I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, so uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. Uh, don't see this movie. Uh, if you like what we do here, we do have the link tree link down below with all of our socials. You come say hello. We mm-hmm. have the Patreon. Uh, you can go jump on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, you know, hashtag your posts, uh, hashtag Hellboy three. Yeah. Yeah. Hellboy three is uh, yeah. trending. Um, <laughs> Uh, or Hell Hellboy One Again. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really. I don't know. I, whatever. Tag, tag Guillermo. Yeah. I guess. So, Let him know. Ron Perlman. So yeah. y'all aren't excited to, about the sequel to this movie? Um, yeah. The uh, it, it's going to be Hellpoint Hellboy One Point Five Again. No. No. No, no. Yeah. No. I refuse. It doesn't matter. Uh, but um, be a friend. Tell a friend. You know. Leave a review. All that fun stuff. But for this week, I've been Mike. I've been a demon pig. What, giant killer sure and i've been two hours that i will never get back <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us talk to you next time <laughs>